Well, who do? Who do you think you're fooling? Who sings that song? What's up? I'm Kenny Big Cat Porter. Hello, everyone. I'm Bonnie Porter, and welcome to Nature Dope AF, the show where two siblings and amateur naturalists talk about the incredible world around us. Thanks for joining us during these, this, what a year, but hopefully <laughs> just have a little reprieve, some fun, and then get back to doing Get the back right to the dumpster <laughs> fire that is 2020. Oh, so each episode we'll pick a topic and share a few interesting tidbits with you. So Kenny, what dope ass part of nature are we talking about today? Today we're talking about rock formations. Ooh, the geology episode. <laughs> what exciting um, rock formation. We're switching it up. We're getting away from animals this week. Uh, what are you going to be talking about? I'm talking about the thing that started this whole podcast. Who does? <laughs> who does? Who does? Here's my other question. Do you know what a hoodoo is now from the last time we talked about this? Or I just said, no, we're not going to talk about what I do. Is. I do from researching this episode. Son of a bitch. Well, all right. But I <laughs> also found this super interesting uh, when I was looking this up, uh, the definition for hoodoos in Webster's Dictionary. The first one is a body of practices of sympathetic magic traditionally practiced in the southern U.S. Voodoo is what I thought the first yeah. time I heard it. So I'm not wrong. Voodoo, voodoo. Well, see, so you're right. And then the second one is a natural column of rock, uh, often in fantastic form. The third one is something that brings bad luck. Fourth one, my personal favorite, though, is nonsense or hokum. And I just, people don't use the word hokum enough. Classic B-movie hokum. Bonus fun fact, hokum, <laughs> hokum is a type of music. I just learned this. The more you know, see, all of these are fun. Enough with that hokum. A hoodoo also, and these are these are my personal favorites, too. Also known as a tent rock, which is true if you've seen some of them. A fairy chimney, which pretty interesting. But my personal favorite is Earth Pyramid. Like, Earth Pyramid is a cooler name than Hoodoo. Uh, I mean, I do like the rhyming, so. I mean, the Hoodoo is kind of fun, but Earth Pyramid is just a cool-ass name. <laughs> but Earth, Earth Pyramids, or Hoodoos are tall, thin spires of rock that protrudes from the bottom of an arid drainage basin or badland. Hoodoos typically consist of relatively soft rock topped by harder, less easily eroded stone that protects each column from the elements. They generally form from sedentary rock and volcanic rock formations. I've seen a whole lot of them. Some of them look like some phallic objects, but the real some look like tents. They look like all kinds of stuff. They're real fun. Uh, of course, like Bryce Canyon is probably the, one of the most well-known places of hoodoos, but hoodoos are mainly found in deserts and hot areas. In common usage, the difference between hoodoos and pinnacles or spires is that hoodoos have a variable thickness often described as a totem pole shaped body. A spire, on the other hand, 
has a smoother profile or uniform thickness that tapers from the ground upwards. Hoodoos range in size and height from an average human to heights exceeding 10 stories tall, which is real crazy. <laughs> I've seen, I don't know, I guess I've seen some that are probably like three stories tall, but 10 just seems. Also, like, is there a, a you know, average when you say a story? You know what I mean? Well, isn't like a, isn't like a, like we though. say that, but. But a 10 story building is 10 feet tall. Isn't that like the. Each story is 10 feet tall. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's like okay. the... Okay. Yeah. So okay. you got some that are 100 feet tall. I don't know. As I said earlier, Bryce Canyon. I uh, was lucky enough to go there, but also when I was there, there was a cloud that covered all the hoodoos. So I just saw some real neat clouds. So, you know, hoodoo shapes are affected by the erosional pattern by alternating hard and soft rock layers. Minerals deposited within different rock types cause hoodoos to have different colors throughout their height. Part of the reason that hoodoos are such a rare spectacle is they are found in the only the one type of land area, uh, you know, arid, drainage, and badlands, those kinds of things. But there's some pretty crazy ones in like Armenia uh, that it's like a town built around it. Like they're they're just. They're, like, very uncommon, but, like, when you find them, it's just like, oh, okay. Those are real neat. There's a, there's a bunch in, like, New Mexico also. <laughs> uh, there's just, there, you can get, there's some in Canada and Serbia and Taiwan. There's some in China. They're just real, real neat. Uh, <laughs> another thing. <laughs> Uh, I, they're, they're one of those things that like, you definitely like have to see one. Another thing that sets hoodoos apart is their unique color. Like in every area where hoodoos are found, they like are always like different colors. This is due to the variation Mm. of minerals that lie within the rocks that form the hoodoos. In one location, they can be like black. And then in another one, they can be white or pink. Uh, they're very like they're super interesting, and there's just like so many of those different rock formations that we didn't even talk about, like the wave in Arizona, <laughs> all that stuff. Like rocks are just real yeah. badass. Well, yeah, the way things erode, it's very interesting. We will, of course, link to in the show notes so you can see. Well, and what all these jazzy. Formations look like. All them jazzy forms. I think the other cool thing, though, is like, uh, like you just said, because of the erosion and the way that like hoodoos erode, like your, you know, your grandparents could have went to Bryce Canyon and they are looking at a different hoodoo than you're looking at today, which is just cray. Cray. Yeah, I mean, I could talk about that shit all day, and just hoodoos, they're just real fun. Everybody, look at them pictures. All right, well, what what rock formation are you talking about? Because there are so many cool ones. Yeah, it was hard to pick. Um, I am talking about, bear with me, I tried to search so many places to make sure I got my pronunciation right. Um, but I had to just rely on like dictionaries. <laughs> so I am talking about Tokangawa in Aotearoa, aka New Zealand. 
And what looks like a giant stone apple cleaved neatly in half by some otherworldly knife (laughs) sits within the beautiful crystal clear waters of the Tasman Bay. It literally looks like it's just like very circular round and does look like an apple. So it really, it really does. It is also known as split apple rock, it, but it is a naturally occurring rock formation just off the coast in Abel Tasman National Park. It's made of granite and it's estimated to be 120 million years old. Have you seen it in yeah. real life? <laughs> no, in real oh, life. No. Not like, on Google. I've seen it. I mean, I figured you fucking Googled it. I mean, there's some real neat pictures of it. It's just kind of hanging out there. I'm really seeing more of like a like a Pac-Man or a clam or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think from some angles, though, it does kind of look like there's some, you know, gradation. So I can see where they got the apple thing on the inside, you know? Oh, um, yeah. According to Maori legend, the boulder was split in two by feuding gods who were fighting to possess it. To resolve the issue, they used their huge godlike strength to break it in half. And as such, the Maori name for the rock is Takangawa, which means burst open rock. Makes sense. (laughs) A more uh, scientific theory, less fun, is that water seeped through a crevice in the rock and then froze during an ice age, expanding and then thus splitting the stone. Another sort of fun fact is that it was like, I think it was named Split Apple Rock in like the 80s or something. But then in 2014, it was officially named Takangwa slash Split Apple Rock, which I mean, why not just get rid of the Split Apple Rock? Because people have been calling it Takangwa or someone correct me if I'm saying that wrong, um, because I probably am. But that's been its name for all you people. Listening in New Zealand, you please send us pronunciation corrections. Did you know there's a split apple retreat that is a five star resort just up the up the bay from there that looks real nice. <laughs> they they do have the corner on beautiful nature and also apparently beautiful rock formations because I saw some other like interestingly round boulders there are some other ones there too so i don't know what what's up with that but that is pretty neat speaking of rock related fun facts fact number one the giant's causeway in northern ireland consists of more than forty thousand interlocking volcanic rock pillars most of which are hexagonal Researchers say it was created by lava traveling out of cracks in the earth 60 million years ago, which cooled over time into a honeycomb pattern with some pillars standing as tall as 36 feet. There's so many cool lava stuff because there's like this cool cave in Scotland that really interesting. So, yeah. I've I've been lucky enough to go in a lava tube and it's just like, what if a giant worm made this? Terrifying. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, think about an earthworm that's big enough to make a lava Like tube. tremors or something. This, but this was like, I mean, that lava tube was like 40 feet in diameter. Yeah, I wouldn't be going into any tubes, that's for sure. It was pretty neat. The lights were burnt out, though. So, you know, that's just National Park yeah, backlogs. Support, your, support the National Parks Foundation. 
I just, I, if anyone who listens to this who doesn't know me on a pretty good basis, just know I just will yell that at people during any time. So, yeah. all right. <laughs> the sailing stones of the racetrack playa in Death Valley seem to strangely move on their own, leaving long trails behind them in the cracked clay. NASA research suggests that during winter months, ice forms around the rocks, perhaps allowing them to slip across the frozen surface. That is some wild stuff. Like, I, I, I mean, that's, but those are like those like rock formations in like Central America that like look like monkeys and stuff that you can only see from the sky. And like one looks like a. Yeah, but people do that. I know. Like, you think they did? You don't have NASA telling you they did that? How do you, how do you know they were like that? And then how did they know what okay. they looked like from above? I'm just, there's a lot of questions. I think some simple, like, sketching it out. I think people did that. But this seems a little more like unexplained natural phenomena, which is wild. Like, no one set up a camera. Like, maybe we need to look into this more. I would assume NASA. I mean, I'm sure someone has, has but yeah. satellite footage of it to be like. But still, they don't know for sure. They say perhaps, so it's like they're not sure. Let's start a GoFundMe to just go out there this winter, set up some, <laughs> set up some cams, and figure this shit out. Yeah, maybe we should go more in depth on this because I need to I, know more. I was like, but also somebody surely has written like a fucking research paper on that shit or something. I, you would think, but. I guess we need to go get some more info. Anyway. Oh, number three. Talking about hoodoos, they're also sometimes referred to as Peribakasi, I believe, and are found in the region what was once known, that was once known as Cappadocia in Turkey. And people actually kind of, these are ones that they usually refer to as fairy chimneys. (laughs) And so people actually like carved houses into them it looks like pillars with little mushroom shaped caps on the top and yeah those those ones are as tall as 130 feet so yeah i'm just looking at pictures of them now real neat though but that's i mean it's kind of yeah. like definitely not as in like such a pinnacle or whatever but it's like same idea mm-hmm. it's like mesa fair day yeah it does look like a little mushroom yeah but this a skinny mushroom This place looks real dope. Number four. Formerly known as the Rich Hat Structure, the Eye of the Sahara looks like a bullseye from above. Located in the Sahara Desert, it is a dome-shaped rock structure that's about 50 kilometers across. Once thought to have been caused by a meteorite impact, it is now believed to have formed from an uplifted rock that was later eroded. Yeah, that thing is wild, too. It is. I need to work on my descriptive words, but... Uh, it's very yeah. interesting. It's it almost looks like I hate to be this person and reference it, but it looks like you know the eye in the Lord of the Rings kind of thing. I mean, I mean, it is called the Eye of the Sahara. So yeah, that's pretty much what it is. is the... And like, if you're looking at it, you don't. It's like, what am I looking at? You know, I wouldn't have known that it was like rocks. Number five is. Ha Long Bay in Vietnam is a spectacular landscape dotted with limestone pillars, arches, and caves. The rocks have been shaped by the repeated rise and fall of the sea over 500 million years. The bay also includes over 1,600 inlets and islands, most of them uninhabited. According to legend, dragons created the islands and rocks to keep invaders out. 
And this one seemed like a pretty famous one. I feel like I've seen it a lot in like pictures and it looks very beautiful as well because they have a lot of like kind of greenery on them. So very pretty. I like islands. They seem like a good place to go right now, I guess. I don't know. I think I'd just get bored on an island. They look pretty rocky too. Like I, I don't know. Well, I guess we should go ahead and wrap this up. Thanks again for listening to this incoherent ramble of nature facts. We appreciate it. And we will be back with another fun-filled episode. We'll be back shortly to continue talking endlessly in circles about random things we Googled. And thanks for listening to that. And please continue to do so. Hit us up with any questions or topics you'd like to learn about. We'll see you next time for another fun nature chat. Stay safe, everybody. Bye. Bye. (laughs)